in this lonely road. It's a lonely road, and Dude, I walk your, alone. Your uh, hand sanitizer is kind of gummed up to the point it just went like shot on my pants. It's not gummed <laughs> Dude, that's not the only thing that shot on your pants. Not gummed up. What the fuck? It's though. It squirted out of the side. <laughs> Dude, that's not the only it thing that squirted, squirted out the side. Oh, wow. Welcome to Three Brothers One Brain Cells, guys. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, this is a this is a podcast where three brothers sit down and we pass around one brain cell, uh, and each of us with that brain cell has a chance to talk about something that either matters or doesn't matter. Uh, either way, we just have fun here. Um, so yeah, I'm Justice. I'm I Steven. Am that's a feminist woo 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 woo. I'm, I'm Steven. My name is Judah. Uh yeah, I'm and Steven. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do what we normally do and uh, well first off, how how are you guys? How are you feeling? How's everybody feeling? I'm feeling great, man. Pretty good, I I'm guess. Good. Like I'm at an yeah. alright mental state, I would say. Like yeah. relatively, maybe. I'm on the brand bridge of a mental breakdown. Yeah? No, not really, but like Oh, okay. it's it's in that weird in between where you're just like not okay, but you are okay at the same time. Mm-hmm. I know how that feels. Yeah. What about you, Steven? I'm doing pretty good, to be honest. Um, work is work is all right. Uh, it's okay right now, and um, yeah, I've been playing the piano more. Hell yeah. Everything else is going pretty great. Yeah, but I've been doing it more than you. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what I've been doing more than any of you guys? No. Mm. Nothing. I thought you were gonna save our mom. Wow. <laughs> well, I think now is the time where we roll the die six to see who starts with their topic. I mean, yes, we might as well. I'm gonna start it off, and I'm gonna roll a two. Dude, Tasty. I am gonna beat you to death with this dice. I rolled a one, actually. Wow. Oh my god. No, don't let me start first. Okay. Well, I rolled a five. Well, oh. that's good because I'm not really confident in my topic. Okay. So. I will, I will tell you guys oh, right so now, I am so excited about my topic. Are you? Really? Dude, I'm let's get hyped. Like, let's get hyped. No, we don't let's need to get, get hyped because you're going to get hyped. I need hyped. to get hyped. You're going to get hyped Dude, when you please. hear what, I, what my topic is. I need to get is. hyped. Yeah? Shh. Hold on. Pause for a dramatic effect. Yes, yes, yes. I oh. am an official ordained minister. What? Wait. What? <laughs> hold, up, hold up, hold up. Whoa. Okay, I honestly didn't think you were going to. Dude, I actually, I thought about doing this. One of my. It was. Okay. When did this happen? How uh, did this happen? Yesterday <laughs> it happened. Uh, Mom sent me this link and I thought it was a joke. Have you guys ever watched The Big Lebowski? Yeah. No. Yes, yes. you no, have. I love not. The Big Lebowski. Okay. It's, the, it's a religion called. Dudism. Dudism? Based off of the dude in Big Lebowski. Wait, right? so is this legit? Yes. What? Yeah. It is an officially, like, it's looked at as an official religion because there are like 400,000 people who follow it. Wait, so you can only wow. ordain a wedding that is over dudism? No. You can just you ordain are, any I wedding. I am just a, I am an ordained minister. I can just, I can uh, marry people. I can... If I want to be like the the presence of a funeral, I never want to do that, but I can do that now yeah. legally. Uh, it's, I don't know how to do that, but I, I can. also don't know how to do it. But I'll fucking marry somebody right now. Uh, how do you do that? You just be like, I. Am. Well, it's there's a lot of legal stuff. I have to go to like a, a courthouse and be like, hey, I'm <laughs> a, like a I'm a fucking. I can call myself a cleric actually. 
I'm oh. a cleric for dudism. I'm a cleric for dudism, and I would like to marry <clears throat> these two people. So yeah, dudism is a real religion. You can just get on their website, and they ordain people for free. It takes like oh no time at all. How do you do it? So I got you go in there, you click a couple, a couple, you fill in a couple boxes, and they go, "Good job, you did no. it. You're, oh you're, you're a minister now, dude. That's so ordained. funny. I want to become an ordained minister. No. You can. Uh, but yeah, I did that, and now just, I just can. know I will. I'll probably bring this up in the next podcast. I'll be like, "Hey, guys, I'm an ordained minister. Yeah, I'm off the market now. I have. I am like." It's like it's, chastity, yeah. like it's a celibate lifestyle yeah. for the for that, the dudism. That sounds like, like a choice thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a personal choice. Uh, thing. Yeah. I don't think so. It's all like, okay. and you can get random fucking like uh, PhDs on there and stuff. It's what? it's all it's crazy. Out of all the topics, I yeah, I did not expect yeah. that one. That was but, a uh, curveball. It took me like no time at all, and it. From what I have learned, because I looked into it extensively before I just threw so myself like, into hey, it. Yeah, I'm about to do some shady shit. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a real, Dudism is a quote-unquote real religion, and you can become ordained in like five fucking seconds, and it's for specifically that. It's like, hey, if you just want to like be the presence at a wedding or something like that, then like Dude, go for it. yes. So now I can. And Steven, is, why did you just... It is, oh. it, it is a permanent life goal now that I have to marry two people. <clears throat> I dude, have that's to awesome. If I ever get married, you're going to ordain my wedding. Are you serious? Fuck hey. yeah. Dude. Or I'll have I'll have both you and Steven if you become an ordain. <laughs> like, if you do it, Two too. people ordain my wedding. Yes. I feel like I feel like it's a mockery, though, to people who went through the whole process. To, like, well, I don't think, yeah. if I ever get married, I don't think I'll have a big wedding. So it's not gonna. I'm not gonna have like a big lavish wedding and yeah. then just have like both my brother be like, yes, right. You're married. Well, I'll make it official. Okay, I'll make it like top yeah. of the line. Not like some <laughs> goofy stuff. You're getting married. God damn, dude. You are like gas. tearing it up right now, man. I don't know why you're blaming me for this, Stephen, because you are clearly the one who's it shitting yourself. You're out the Stephen. one with a look of concentration and uh, tilting to the side. Well, so. this is just audio, so you can be blaming this on me. Why are you doing <laughs> oh. that? Whoa. Oh, I see. Whoa, Stephen. You're getting a little out of control here. Please stop. <sighs> All right, Please ordained stop. minister. You're uh, not acting I'm sorry, like a cleric. To you. I'm sorry. It's cleric justice now. You're not acting like a cleric. Cleric I, okay, justice. Well, how are you like, supposed okay, to act as a look, cleric? Dude. Look, guys. Uh, look, you act like me. Uh, it, this is what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to get. I don't, I don't know Shut what up. book I'm going to get. I might get just some like random fucking pamphlet or something. <laughs> but like, I'm just going to be standing up on that podium, right? And I'm going to have my poncho on. I'm going to have a nice fucking necklace. And I'm just going to be preaching it, baby. So you're going like... to be a hippie minister. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's like what dudism is about. They're just like hippie life, baby. You live you. You ordain people. You're a, you're a minister, a cleric, or whatever you want to you call yourself. You should wear yourself. rosary. Very interesting. Yeah. You should wear rosary beads. But like they look like rosary beads. But if you look closer, it's just a bunch of random like like a penis or something oh, like that, okay. like a metal penis. See, well, now that's of like hands, like hands praying is just a metal penis. No, you know what I'm gonna okay. get? I'm or gonna something. get. I don't know, dude. Uh, that's, a, that's probably. I'm gonna get hard. like a white Russian uh, little emblem in in honor you of mean the, sickle the big and hammer? the big Lebowski, the dude. Ah, the dude in the in the movie. Steven. Oh, you a white Russian right? no, the drink. I thought you were talking about like the drink hammer a, and sickle. 
Like the the actual like emblem oh, of no like, no I'm talking about the drink. Oh, like I'm gonna get that like on a on a necklace or something to drink white Russian. Okay. Yeah, but uh yeah I was very excited. I was biting at the fucking bits to tell you guys this. I'm so I'm so I can Dude, get nice. I can order for like ten dollars the official doc like documentation my my certificate. Of dudism? Of of my ordained... I'll show you guys Dude, right now. that's awesome. Hold on, hold on. Dude, buy it. It's $10. Here it is. That's my certificate right there. Oh my god. It is official. I... And it is real. Wow. Wow. What's next? You can get a high quality version of your certificate. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Get a free so PhD like at a, our university. I already oh have God. I already have a free PhD. I what is it? I'll In tell what? you. I'll tell you. Hold it's on. some like obscure thing. Yeah. It's, oh my it's word. all like weird. Like a so it's like just that online thing you get a PhD for anything for. PhD in breathing. All right. Here it is. My uh oh the the university that they have is called Abide University. Okay. And in Abide University, I've been awarded the honorary degree of Bachelor of Arts in the field of limber arts. Limber arts? Like, limber. Like moving like, your body. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a PhD in, in being limber. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> how did you get that? I went in there and I clicked a couple buttons and it was like, there you go, dude, you got it. Oh my God. Now this introducing, is the shit introducing cleric justice with the PhD of limberism. Limberism? That sounds weird. Dude, I... Okay, hold on. What else What else was on here? Oh, yeah. I can get, like, a... Um, there's a whole thing of... I can get an ID card. That's, <laughs> like, if anybody's like, hey, what's your... Like, what if your I go to a... Yeah, I'm what? like, here, I'm an ordained minister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all That's kinds of stickers insane. and stuff. Like a, like a pamphlet. It's great, dude. Uh, I'm really feeling different now. You know, my life has changed for the better yeah. now that I'm. Yeah, a, it's it's really coming around. Yeah, 360. So, Judah, what are what are you <laughs> gonna you do that? with your? I did. I did 360. Did. 360 goes all the way back around to where you were, not 180. Because 180 is like you know you're turning your life around, but 360 is you're going back to the <laughs> same shit. Before. Have you guys ever thought about? <laughs> Um, not doing any of that. Okay. <laughs> so what, are you, what were you asking me? Um, if you were... Well, I guess for both of you, but mm -hmm. I ask you first. So uh, when or if you become an ordained minister, yes. what are you going to do with this power? Um, it's a totally different... Like, I'm on... I'm going to don... My superiority complex. I'm just going to flaunt it over people's heads. Um, I think my exes will be really jealous of yeah. me when mm -hmm. I become an ordained minister. <laughs> for I'll sure, just post it sure. all over social media. <laughs> me just, like, throwing... Peace signs, be like, guess who's ordained? Nothing, no, yeah. no context clues. Just guess who's ordained? Like, yeah. I'm ordained. Like, to what? How the fuck are you ordained? Like, are you ordaining? Have you become ordained? Like, are you a minister or are you a cleric? Like, I'm never gonna give any context clues, no matter how hard people ask. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm gonna do with it. Yeah. What about what about you, Stephen? I would probably just keep it like a secret card and not tell anybody. And yeah. uh, when someone's like, oh, man, I wish we could get married right now, I'll be like, I'm an ordained minister. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, no, no. I am ordained. Just go, go to L.A. 
And you know how people get like married in like a night? Yeah. They're like, oh, let's get married tonight. Yes. Be like, I can marry you, bitch. Okay, yeah. if someone decides to get married in a night at LA, I, I will just, not ordain that because hey I guys, know what will happen. I'm, just, hey guys, I just wanted to, I'm so sorry for saying the B word. This is my official apology to YouTube. What B word? I said bitch. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm gonna get canceled. Oh my god. Okay, anyways, what were you guys saying? Um, no. If like, I, I would make it so big in Vegas. So many people would be married because of me and my horrid actions. I, I would really just ordain, like, friends or you guys. I would go around wearing, like, a tiny little hat that says I'm a minister. Yeah. Or, like, an ordained minister being like, hey, come to me if you if you need to be married. Uh, <laughs> it's like, they come up, could you marry us? Mm, uh, maybe. Um, you see my little hat on top of my head? Here, do you want to see my credentials? Here's my ID card and my um, PhD in limber arts. I also have my certificate here, too. I got a PhD, dude, and I'm I gonna, never went to college. I'm going to hang up my certificate in my bedroom wall. I'm going to do it. I, should, yeah. Keep it I'm in your wallet, your entire funny. certificate in your wallet. That's what I have the ID card for, dude. Yeah. Or just put your certificate in Chuda, the... why did you fart? Bro, that came straight out no, of the No, 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 no. You're so gassy. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. Isn't that crazy that you were actually farting the whole time, and then Stephen farts once, and it all it all shifts back to you? Uh, what I was saying was um, you should just put the uh, certificate in your windshield of your car. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a And your PhD. Uh, someone will probably break into his car and steal it. And then they look at it. <laughs> and, and they look like, at it and they're like, what the fuck is this? This isn't real. And they give it back to me and I keep my ordained hood. Yeah. That is, that is pretty awesome. I know. Uh, spit in the face to everybody who went the hard way to get it. But like. <laughs> I don't, I don't, actually, I don't think it's that hard to become an ordained You minister. still have to go to court. You have to. <laughs> Only if I want to get the license of marriage and stuff. Like, if I get... Oh, like, I gotcha. To do the wedding, I have to go to the courthouse to, to, like, tell them that I'm an ordained minister first, and then I have to be and like, like... the legal stuff. Wait a minute. <laughs> Who are you? That's why I get the card and <laughs> the certificate, so I can be like, here it is. Yo, yo. It's official. Do you know how hard that's going to be convince them that you got a ordained but it's legal. minister it thing? Is. Abide. I know in some states they do say that that's not... Because they don't recognize dudeism. Would Georgia, Georgia one of them? No, Georgia? I think I think Georgia allows it. That, that sounds no about way. right for Georgia. I'm pretty sure Florida too. Georgia, huh. Alabama, and Florida and Louisiana makes sense. Yeah, all of that little area right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I say little area, but I it's think not there that are only like yeah. a few few states. Okay, Stephen, this is gonna be a, like back and forth thing going on. If okay. you guys could like Stop. keep the gas inside <laughs> your ass before we die from methane exposure. Dude, I think methane. Yes, methane. From Are farts methane? Yes. Okay, okay. we're Now you guys gotta look it up. I, I am almost positive when you this fart, is, you produce methane. Dude, use the correct definitions. Second. Don't use fart. Use gastral excretions or tooting. More than 99% of the gas that people pass consists of nitrogen, oxygen, carbon dioxide, hydrogen, and methane. Yep. Methane. Methamphetamine? No. This Please. is not at all. Do That's we a produce drug. Meth? Okay. Hey, you know what else is a drug? Gas. Yep. Because that's methane in it. I've been put under anesthesia before. And every time people... 
I've when been every put time under I the smell the power of God and have become an ordained minister. Every time I smell hey. a certain smell that's kind of like grape flavor, but it's not. Nobody understands what I'm saying, and I feel like I'm crazy hey. because I'm like, I still no, it doesn't smell like any of the, like. I no, I remember because you've had the mask with yeah, you. you remember? Yeah, it? and we all remember the smell. On it. And every and we didn't. <laughs> We, we would didn't all get. We would all get high as shit. No, just no the it was just had, the mask. Had a, had a remnant <laughs> smell. It had a remnant <laughs> smell. And we were do ten. You, do you think? Do you think that a doctor would be like, "Here's a fully filled up <laughs> mask for you. Just take it home." So, okay, okay, really okay. Oh my god. Context clues for the listeners at home. Uh, when I was like five, I had a. Uh, hemangioma on my face, which is basically an excess of blood vessels. If you look at my face... I which... thought it was called amblyopia. What yeah. the fuck? Amblyopia? Yeah. Oh, it's a hemangioma. I thought it was amblyopia. Am I wrong? Where the fuck did you I get I think you're amblyopia? thinking of something else. It's a hemangioma. Yeah, it was hemangioma. It's a vascular malformation. Amblyopia sounds like a web, like a game site we used to play. So anyways, it's a vascular malformation. Doctors really don't know what causes it, but it's an excess of Guys, blood vessels. I have amblyopia. Is that in your eye? It's my eye. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's, that's what right. I have. You went to the eye doctor. That's what you got. Yes. Lazy eye. Yes. Yeah. Okay, my I have bad. a football-shaped eye. It's weird. My I do. Is, I have one, too. But mine doesn't you, affect my vision. You don't, then. I have I do. It's eyes. my... I have a fo- slightly football-shaped eye, but it doesn't affect my vision. Well, then you would have what I have. No. I've been <laughs> to the doctors. They said... You have a slight version of it. You have a you have a more severe version of it that causes a lazy eye. I just have a slight one that doesn't affect my vision. Stephen, maybe you have a football eye too. We got football eyes. Um, dude. hell yeah. I know I need to get my vision. Checked, Anyways, but let's bad. um let's Korean caress back to my little story here. Yeah, we of, got off track. Um, me going under surgery when I was like five. I don't remember how many surgeries I did. I remember one of the surgeon. Three or four, something like that. I was five. I don't remember really. Yeah. I just remember hating it on my face because it was it was bound to grow and it was growing. So yeah. And people kept asking me if I'd been punched and stuff like that. <laughs> so, uh, I yeah. remember. Uh, there's one story from that when you were in the that grandma's were... house all the time. Oh yeah, true. Never mind then. No, it's uh. No, never mind. Never mind. No, it was yeah. one story, story of like did. I was in some like was a Chuck E. Cheese or something. It was something like that. It was it was some place where kids congregate and play. <laughs> One of those places. <laughs> One of those places. Um, and like a kid came up to me and he was like trying to like he was pointing at my face like he was about to touch it. And I was like, "Don't touch it! It's dangerous." So I've always <laughs> except, been a, I've always been a dramatic kid. <laughs> except you said it. Don't touch it. It's dangerous. <laughs> dangerous. I did not have a lisp. Okay, okay. whatever. Fine. <laughs> Anyways, Dude, I had surgeries you when I was still younger. Do. Yeah, you've been you don't know that? this entire time. You talk like this. We've just never... Dude, that would be such a horrible... Like, <laughs> realization. <laughs> that, that would, like, completely shatter my life. Like, Not poo-pooing people who have that, because that know, is... That's like, actually... Like, it is an actual problem. problem. <laughs> but, like, also, like, if you didn't know you had it and nobody ever told you, and then one day someone who's like, why do you have a lisp? Wouldn't your entire world just be like, what the fuck? I'm shocked. Well, actually, that did happen to me. Uh, what? When I worked at Walmart, I used to talk like this. Yeah. Are like, you serious? Re- like real bad. You didn't even notice, did you? Yeah. Probably like not. going back and watching Justice's old YouTube videos. I talk like this. I have a really strong S. It's because we were I've just to, living with Mama. 
I just, mm. yeah, I just don't like to, I don't like sounding like that, so I've had to kind of work on how I, how I speak. But, yeah. uh, anyways. Yeah, I was, well, I was telling why, like, my shock like that, my shell shock was, uh, I was working at Walmart. And somebody thought you were gay. And, yeah, I was talking about having a girlfriend, and they were like, you have a girlfriend? I thought you were gay. Oh. And then I realized why. I was like, oh, because I speak like this. <laughs> Anyways, the story I was talking about of me going under surgery. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've been, like, back and forth on that one. So, yeah. like, could we, like, keep it? Well, could we rein it do in? You wanna, do you want to know something crazy? Could we rein it in? Actually, your little story here is off topic from the original. That's fair. That's can fair. We just, like, can we just finish this topic? Like, okay, I went under surgery. I had, like, four surgeries. One surgeon did a botched botch job, and I have a lot of scarring from it. Last one I did, um, Dr. Buckmiller, like that was her name. Awesome. She's in Arkansas. Amazing woman. I apparently I didn't like her um, yeah. during surgery. Like I, cr- I like, <laughs> I cried. I didn't cream. <laughs> Yo, I cried yeah. and screamed when she came into the room. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I still have her number. I text her occasionally. Hmm. Okay. We hang out. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Mm-hmm. They let me keep one of the masks, and I think it was just a scent they used for, like, kids or something like that. Yeah, but every good. time I smell that scent, like, I have, like, a form of PTSD. I'm like, I smell anesthesia. And people are like, what the fuck? How do you smell anesthesia? So. It's the grape. Because, <laughs> yeah, I don't think anesthesia has a scent, right? No, it's but, like, like a, they, they flavored right. the scent. Yeah. Flavored? They scented the scent. They, yeah, they scented the scent. Well, that would be, like, flavoring a scent, right? Giving a sense of difference, way, yeah. giving one but, yeah. that doesn't have. Well, it's like a. So I'm blessed to know what anesthesia propane. smells like. Yes. Propane doesn't exactly. have a smell. Propane. Propane. It doesn't have a smell, but they put a smell in it, so you know, hey, if you smell this, there's a leak. There's propane. Yeah. It smells like ass. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's basically it. I just wanted to tell you guys the good news, and that if I mean, I don't have to. You're married already, Steven, so I don't have to, like, you know, ordain yeah. you. Lucky guy. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Lucky guy. Ooh, I bet it. Ooh. I bet it's just it's great. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. That destroyed the mind. Hey, Jesus. Are we, we ready to like... move on to my topic? No. Um, I really don't. I, th- um, I think we are. I pissed myself. So, guys, yeah. I stumbled across social media about this, and honestly... <laughs> I didn't think it was real for a second. Again, like some things I just find it's like, oh, this isn't believable. I look it up. I was I was so hoping this wasn't some sort of weird thing where it's like, oh, what? You just like flash a picture of like fake boobs or something like that. Guys, is this real? Oh my god, that's not funny. I'm sorry, dude. No. I keep interrupting. <laughs> it, 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 okay, no, I do want to know what what is so, it. So this is genuinely, naturally real because. <laughs> Boobs. <laughs> no, seriously. What, what is it? I want to Let me know. tell you about Boobs. this. So there's this man who is dead now, but his name. Oh my god! I know. Dude. I know. Actually, it would be kind of incredible if he's alive because there's this man named Adam Rayner, and let me tell you about the man named Adam Rayner. It's ca- it's gonna be a little brief, and I might get on some side topics, but this man Adam Raymer, Raymer, Rayner, sorry, is the only person recorded in history. To have been both a dwarf and a giant. Who's was a giant dwarf. Dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Know, I know about this. This dude. That's really cool. No joke. Did he have, like, 
like dwarf. No, I well, yeah, he did. He had dwarfism. Dwarfism, like he had the proportions of dwarfism, but he, he was a he giant. He was diagnosed. He was diagnosed with, with dwarfism, dwarfism because he was under the height of four foot ten. At age eighteen, this man was four foot, and at like later, he had some sort of thing where it made him like like three foot seven inches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dwarfism. as a child, Rainer was described as very small, thin, and weak. He was measured at four feet. The following year, he was measured at three feet, seven inches. He therefore was refused entry into the Austro-Hungarian army to take part in the First World War. A typical defining characteristic of dwarfism is adult below four foot, ten feet. So technically, he was, had dwarfism. But how do you have giantism? Gigantism. So several years later. Gigantism? Not giantism? It, oh, it's gigantism. Giant, gigantism, yeah. giantism. I thought it was giantism. Several years later, likely as a result of a pituitary tumor that was identified later, Rayner had a dramatic growth spurt. Between his early 20s and early 30s, he gained height at the average rate of three inches per year. By 1923, age 33, Rayner had reached a height of seven foot two inches. What the hell? He went from U.S. shoe size 10 at age 19 to size 20 only three years later. Oh my god. I'm reading this from Wikipedia. You can look this up. Adam Rayner. Does he have pictures? Like other pictures? Yeah. There are. Yes. Hold on. So two doctors examined Rayner in detail between August 1930 and, and then 1931 at which time his height was 7 foot 1. A benign pituitary adult ad- Adenoma was found, which was responsible for the enormous growth. Dr. Oscar Hurst removed the adenoma. Prior to the removal of the tumor, Rayner had already been rendered weak and unable to stand due to his malfunctioning pituitary gland Aww. and the rapid growth that resulted. Shortly after the surgery, Rayner entered at, uh, shortly after the surgery, Rayner entered a home for the aged where he resided for the remainder of his life. When he died in 1950 at the age of 51, he had reached a final height of 7 foot 8 inches. Oh my god. 7 foot 8 inches. This, this guy... I mean, that 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 did a toll on him, though. Oh, he does yeah. Not from how healthy. fast he grew? So because of a tumor in his pituitary gland, like, he was suffering from growth, like, malfunction. Yeah, like, severe scoliosis. Yes. His back looks messed yeah. up. So he went from 4 foot to 7 foot 8 inches. That is... Insane! Wild. Like, physically, that guy is just, like, I don't think there's, like, that's a very rare case for yeah. anybody to be the smallest 18-year-old, to be 7 foot 8 inches, man. This I guy mean, is insane. He definitely got the Guinness World Record on that one. I don't he think did. Guinness World Record be. 2004. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be beat on that anytime soon. He did die relatively young. Yeah, he died at age 51. 50? 50, yeah, 50. Yeah, each 50. Yeah, that's where I'd like to die. Oh, really? Yeah. But yeah, I don't that, know when in I would like, like in like 30 years. I don't know when I would like to die. Yeah, this is a man that's who a, was born a dwarf and died a giant. That is incredible. Oh, and he is believed to have had acromegaly. Acromegaly. Which is that? probably probably the uh, pituitary. You know what? Pituitary Let me just look it up. gland. I know. Pituitary. Oh. Not videos. I don't want to see videos. So acromegaly is a disorder in adults in which the pituitary gland produces too much growth hormone. Acromegaly is usually caused by a non-cancerous tumor. Middle-aged adults are most commonly affected. Hmm. Dude. So yeah. 
So I guess we'll find out when we're middle aged. So he went from being a, a dwarf tumor. to he got acromegaly and his like pituitary gland like went haywire. So if Dude. I start growing three inches every year, you probably have acromegaly. Damn. I've, I got way too close to the mic. If I'm being honest, <laughs> I have grown a little bit recently. Even Dad Dad pointed it out that I'd, like, yeah. grown a little bit. Because I'm almost his height now, and that's, like, 6'2", I mean, something, 6'3". He's 6'3". Yeah. And that's yeah. normal. So. I mean, you're only, I've, like, 19. I mean, I've grown a little bit, and I'm 22. I yeah. think 25 is I'm going to reach my final height. You I know? stopped growing almost, around 24, 25. I actually almost threw up when you said that. I forgot you were 22. Isn't it kind of weird? Yeah, it's a little weird to think that I'm like a, I'm an actual I adult doing, and I I'm doing like adult. Dude, that kind of ties into hey, my topics. So. Oh, I, hold on, I'm not done. Well, no, I know, I know. I'm just saying. So this acromegaly is actually very rare. Fewer than twenty thousand U.S. cases per year, and treatment can help, but this condition it can't be cured. Really? So if you have acromegaly, expect you're to just die kinda, by fifty. No, but you no. probably have physical problems. Yeah. But uh, as most really tall people do, I mean, it takes a toll. The weight takes a toll on your joints, your back. Like, even me, like, I was a small baby boy child. Man, little thing, baby. Yeah, you were little, a pretty, little pretty chunky, small. Little small baby, little boy. A little small up until, like, 17. Yeah, and then I shot up, and, like, even when I went to get an x-ray, I have, like, slight scoliosis. It doesn't affect my spine, really, but, like, I have slight scoliosis from growing that really? rapidly. Yeah. And so, like, imagine, like, somebody who's, like, seven foot or six foot, something like that. Like, Jesus, dude. Like, the scoliosis on their backs. <laughs> I didn't know that rapid growth caused scoliosis. Well, it causes a lot of joint problems. Yeah. Interesting. Hey, so, since we're on the topic of tallest uh, man gone from dwarf to tall, like, a very tall man. From going to tall to small? Yeah, from going small to tall. Let, no, 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 no. Small? No, although I will look that up. But let's talk about, I'm just quickly looking up who's the tallest living man alive right now. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal, baby. His name is Sultan Kosen. Never mind. Uh, he is a Turkish farmer, holds the Guinness World Record for tallest living male at 8 foot 2 inches. Oh my god. Of Kurdish ethnicity, he is the 7th tallest man in history. <sighs> that being said, I want to know who the tallest man in history is. Yeah. Dude, I think it's around nine foot seven. Oh yeah, I don't doubt it. I'm gonna. My guess is gonna be like eight foot eight. No. I think that's the tallest. I think it breaches ten foot. Oh. No. Actually, no. Under nine feet. Oh. So Robert Wadlow, Wadlow's height was eight foot. He is the tallest man in the world, and he has passed away. Yeah, Wadlow's height was 8 foot 11 inches. Ooh, so close. While his height reached 439 pounds at his death at age 22. Aww. He died at 22. That's Whoa. extreme I mean, gigantic. His great size and his continued growth in adulthood were due to hyper hypertrophy of his pituitary, pituitary gland, yep. which results in an abnormally high level of human growth hormone. Yeah, dude. So you we know just what? Need to Honestly, start tampering with our pituitary pe- glands. People who have like incredible height, they do tend to have shorter lifespans. Like Andre the Giant. Yes, yeah. they all have shorter lifespans because of like the at the rate their body is growing. Well, it's like you know, it's like fucking with their whole system and everything. Yep. People just aren't meant to be that tall. Yeah. I mean, unless you're a Sasquatch. Well, you go back to like history, and <gasps> and people's average height back then. Take away all the hormones and stuff they're putting in our food now, people didn't reach past like. Being six foot was rare. Like, yeah. if you look in Viking culture, well, anyway, Icelandic like, people were like 
super short. Exactly. They're like five foot something at most. Well, that was because of the cold. That yeah. too. Yeah. Like a, a lot. Them. Well, I mean, I guess since we're more in a natural environment, but we also a lot of our food is pumped full of hormones and growth hormones for that food that we are also ingesting. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. Like a lot of the environment has to do with stunting growth. Like a lot of things can stunt growth for people. Like your mom. No. Look up the man Angus McAskill. Miss McAskill? Okay, here we go. Here he is. His name was So Mangus- Angus McAskill, he's yeah. Scottish, Should which I makes Mac listen to this. This Mac-Askill. is one of the craziest things I've okay. ever heard. I'm listening. So Angus McAskill was a Scottish-born Canadian giant. In its 1981 edition, the Guinness Book of World Records stated he was the strongest man who ever lived. Ooh. Tallest non-pathological giant in recorded history. Largest true giant to have ever lived. And the man with the largest chest measurements of any non-obese man. Hold on, let me look more up on Wikipedia. This dude whoa, whoa, could whoa. he could lift a like a <gasps> ship anchor. Whoa! What's it called? He could pit a man. What's his name? Could lift. Oh, what's his crap. name again? Angus McAskill, McAskill, I think. Oh my word, dude! And this guy's like, what? Read some. Read it. Read. So. He was said to have completed feats such as lifting a ship's anchor that weighed 2,800 pounds uh-huh. uh, to oh his chest God. at 7 feet 9 inches and had the largest chest measurements of any non-obese man at 80 inches. He could also hold over 250 pounds with only three fingers? Uh-huh. What the hell? Adult career. Oh, I can only guess what his career was. He looks like a Navy man. I think he was in the military. Yeah, like there's a picture of him compared to a six foot five man dude. Yeah, he is like a full upper chest and head's length taller than this guy. Dude, that guy is like the definition of man. <laughs> like, I do. He, it's he died insane. from brain fever. Oh, I didn't know that. Oof. How old was he? Like, how old did he live to? He lived to. 37, 38. I don't really know what Man. brain fever is. So let me, you know what, let me look that up. Death. He undertook a trip to the colonial capital at Halifax, where he'd been planning to sell produce and purchase stock for a store that he would need for the winter season from the city's wholesalers. During his trip, he suddenly became seriously ill and was returned to St. Anne's, where his family moved him back to his parents' home. His original childhood bed was hastily lengthened and put up in their living room to provide for his care. The doctor's diagnosis was brain fever. Let's see what brain fever is. Brain fever. Brain fever describes a medical condition where a part of the brain becomes inflamed and causes symptoms that present as fever. The terminology is dated and is encountered most often in Victorian literature, literature, where it typically describes a potentially life-threatening illness brought about by severe emotional upset. Interesting. It sounds more like a bacterial infection than anything. Like yeah. somehow, like something traveling up through the nose into the brain or something yeah. like that. But it says it's caused by emotional upset, so he must have been very stressed out. Well, when you are stressed, your immune system goes down, so yep. like that was probably... Mom. After a week's illness, McAskill died peacefully in his sleep on August 8th, 1960, 1863. The Can Presbyterian Minister, the Reverend... that name is? What? McAskill. Angus McAskill. Angus McAskill. 
Sounds like ass I mean, kill, but dude, still. Dude, he's like a he's like a man's man right there. Angus. That's a very fitting name. I'm gonna Angus. name my oh. I'm gonna name my child Angus. So listen to this. The no. Halifax Acadian recorder of August fifteenth, eighteen sixty three reported that the well known giant was by far the tallest man in Nova Scotia, perhaps in British America, and that his mild and gentle manner endeared him to all who had the pleasure of his acquaintance. Oh. So Damn. he's a very mild mannered Strongest man alive. That is fucking what insane. A, what a guy. That, I love. I love the term like gentle giants. Like when you meet a, like a super tall person and they're just like super chill. You're like, yeah, this seems right. Yeah, it's like this makes sense. So the whole co- county mourned, and he was buried in the English town cemetery alongside his parents, who were of average size. The size of his McAskill's burial mound dwarfs those of his mother and father. <laughs> wow. What about? Hold on. What I just want to like career? clarify that I am the tallest sibling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Steven's the tallest. Steven's sibling. a short king. I I'm the shortest by one inch. One inch. I feel are you like six I'm foot taller now? than. Yeah, I'm six foot. You are not six foot. I'm five foot. I'm ten. six foot. Then what does that make me? I'm like six foot, almost six foot three Dude, now. Then you are way over six foot. Do you think you're six foot? I thought I was six foot for the lo- for like a little bit. No, dude. You are. You have excelled. I measured, and I'm six foot. You are over six foot. Guys, listen to this. So in 1849, um, McAskill entered show business and went to work for P.T. Bar- P.T. Barnum Circus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Appearing next to General Tom Thumb, in 1853, he toured the West Indies and Cuba. Queen Victoria heard stories about McAskill's great strength and invited him to appear before her to give a demonstration at Windsor Castle. Whoa. After which she proclaimed him to be the tallest, stoutest, and strongest man to have ever entered the palace. Wow. And presented him with two gold rings in appreciation. Whoa. Is that pretty cool? Dude, this I man want... met Queen Victoria <laughs> and was gifted two gold rings. I wish I could be that tall. <laughs> no, I, I'm chill with the height I am. I need to put a tumor in my head. So oh, after mm. after his after his whole circus life, he returned to his home community of Englishtown and purchased a grist mill, a general store, and several other properties. That's cool. Did he buy so he just hunkered down. Yeah. Dude, I'd do it. Yeah. I was like, you know, Dude. tall as shit and strong as fuck. All these in- <laughs> insane physically enhanced people is like yeah. crazy. I need to like Start working out more. <laughs> so I can, you know, get to seven foot nine inches and lift an anchor. Yeah, you know, I feel like I feel like with these muscles, I could kind of lift an anchor. I need to I need to work out like the growth you... platelets in my legs. Yeah, that, yeah, dude, that's almost the equivalent. That's like what, almost the weight of like a normal four door car in America. Yeah. Can you imagine if a man just picked it up, just took a chain, hooked it up at the top of the car, and started doing? Curling it, I mean, started some, to curl it a little bit. Some people can, yeah, but I mean, not not like, like that. that. Oh my like, god, he dude, lifted Steven, the anchor chill out. He, he lifted this anchor. He he took his hands and lifted the anchor to his chest. Can you imagine with this anchor doing that number? Yeah, dude, have you like seen lifting out your chest, dude? We all saw that through the podcast. Yeah, a visual image that you know, I had to describe it. Like you know, he you know when you do them. this. Dude, I love it. Honey, when you did a little. That. And that too. Dude, yes. Justice, give a demonstration so the audience can. Oh yeah, you, know, you see. guys, you guys know when you do this. Picture it. 
Yes, I Dude, love yes. it. Yes, <laughs> queen. No, guys, but like when speaking it, of the queen, when no, but like when it is that way and and is and when you can do it <laughs> in this in that but, manner. No, 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 no. Wait, no, no, no. It's like no, no, no. It's like no. Um, hey, before you start your topic. Yeah, that's all I had to provide. Honestly, very Dude, interesting people. I, it's it, it is fascinating to learn about like how it, just wildly different everybody's bodies are. You know, it, like makes <laughs> them yeah makes them like yeah. like their pituitary glands are crazy and or they're just like super tall and strong and it's just wild. Yeah, or it's, they're tiny. And when you see people like that, like imagine like meeting people like that in battle. Oh my god. Like back in the day, you see a dude and, and I'm gonna go back to historically, like I looked up like the um historically Goliath was a person. And you could go back and see like people actually went back and kinda did statistics. This guy's armor like weighed like what, a hundred yeah. plus pounds? Yeah. And the weight of the spear was like, I don't know, ten pounds or more. Right. Can you imagine seeing this eight-foot-something guy, which I think Goliath was around, like, eight-foot-something. Yeah. Seeing this guy clad in heavy armor and a spear, and you're like, oh, we're... I'm oh, sorry, yeah, the mic. Stephen keeps standing up to demonstrate yeah. stuff in a podcast. I know, I'm demonstrating. I need everybody to know <laughs> that when Steven gets really excited about a topic... I stand up. He has to, like, stand up to yeah. tell us so about just, it. So just know that, like, when you hear his voice, like, growing, he's like, he was like... Yeah, he's I'm like, standing he up. Starts, <laughs> he starts standing up out of his seat. I'm just saying, okay. yeah. like, there's a reason back in history where the uh, Isra- Is- Isra- Israelites... Sorry. You got it. Israelites were scared... Of, like, imagine an 8-foot dude clad in heavy armor and, like, having a weighted spear like that. Having to go close up or have archers, even archers probably wouldn't do anything, and, like, have to fight this person. Dude. No guns, no cannons, you have have a sword and shield. Okay, I want to tell you about this thing, and I can't remember where I saw it, but it's, like, it's real, and it's so weird, but, like... There were, I, oh, I can't even remember where these tombs were, but there were, like, these tombs, and archaeologists found them. They were just digging at these sites. Mm-hmm. They found these, like, several tombs that were enormous. Yep. And uncovered, like, these giants of humans who yes. were apparently wealthy in whatever place they were in and were buried in, like, massive eight, nine-foot tombs. I'm going to take a wild guess and say this was in the Middle East. I mean, it had to have been because there they, historically there have been like people have talked about I know races of people Nephilim, dude. I'm serious, man. Have you heard about the the dude? Uh, you better not be joking. The uh, uh, the American giants. There are like giants in in the Americas that are being dug up that are like Sasquatch. In the Americas. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, God, Sasquatch. Yeah. But then they're just like, we're big people. Don't worry about Sasquatch. Anyways, <laughs> that doesn't tie into my um, topic at all. Yeah. Before you do. A real quick break and a word from our sponsors. This is the transition. And now, a word from our sponsor. Have you ever wanted a girlfriend? Ha, tough luck bitch. We can't help you with that, you shithead. But we do sell meth. So much meth. It's crazy how much we sell. Thank you, Meth, for sponsoring us. Visit www.methiscool.com for more information. Now, back to your regularly scheduled program. I love our sponsors. 
Yeah, really, really we get good. some good sponsors. So it's actually the first first sponsor we have. Judah's topic now. It's topic time. It's topic time. It's time Come to on. party. Okay, you ruined All it. Okay, night. stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so mm. my topic is kind of a vague one because I wanted to keep it open for the room. Um, it's about advice, learning, and growing. So basically, becoming a fucking adult and how it sucks ass. Sometimes. Only sometimes, only sometimes. It is uh, it is uh, how will you say different? Okay. <laughs> different. Uh, is that all right? So oh, okay. My adu- <laughs> my adulting stories, um, is I Whoa. became I became oh. an adult. Wow, okay. you're like railroading Judah right we're now. We're really we're really bringing it in there. Okay, buddy. <laughs> 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 I wasn't asking for stories, bitch. But okay, let's go. Okay, well, I, when I was an adult, I wasn't, and then I was. Whoa. And Dude, that kind of <laughs> was the same way for me, too. Yeah, where you're like, you were like not an adult. an adult, but then you were. And then it's like, whoa, I'm an adult now. Yeah. End of story. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, mainly is like knowing how to take advice. I have a story. When I was a man back in the day. Okay. People always said I couldn't be. And but you know what? You I proved him wrong! I was right! <laughs> okay. I was right and okay. they were wrong! Okay, well, I guess I'm just gonna, um... Everybody thought I wouldn't, and look where I am now! I In a basement! Recording, <laughs> recording a podcast with my brothers! Um, so, here, here's some key points that I'm just gonna list off. as um, advice, learning, and growing. Knowing who to take advice from what you're willing to learn, um, how you can learn something new every day if you're like looking for it, growing into an adult and setting boundaries for yourself and letting things affect you or not. Like you choose to let things affect you and you choose to let things into your life. Um, I wrote becoming an adult in all caps. Um, it's fucking overrated as shit, bro. Um, and then dealing with things alone, like as an adult, you're like learning to deal with things by yourself, especially yes. if you don't have a girlfriend or you don't or have anything, a girlfriend or you don't have, you know, anybody else in your life. I've been there. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Dude, oh. Yes. Um, it's great. But like, especially like it's a, it's a whole nother beast. Like even, even though like I am close to family, there's still a level of like not having somebody to talk to about things in your life that you need to talk to. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you are kind of, like, shipped out on your own, and it's like, all right, good luck, bud. Pat on the back. You're going to do great. And then you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Especially if you're, like, a bachelor, bachelor, bachelorette. I mean, you're, and if you're living by yourself, hmm. I, you got it right the first time. It's bachelor. Oh, bachelor. Or bachelor. Oh, I thought you yeah. said bachelor. Bachelor. I'm, I'm including both, both parties both, here. Yeah. <laughs> I think I. Have, my thought on it is that you don't really feel the pressure until you hit 19. Yo yo. 19, That's where I am. And yep. All shit hit the fan. 19 is when you go. What the fuck? What the yes. fuck is this? You Out know? of high school age. Yeah. Yeah. When you are. Out of your house when you but, are being thrust on your own in a living situation. But it may feel like a like too much at 19. Mm-hmm. But when you get through 19, a little bit past 20, you start getting a grip on it. Yes. And it only becomes easier as you go along. 
because it was like tough it 19 but yeah. it's like tough love you know getting you getting yeah. you to the yes. next it's not s- that it isn't you start stressful sometimes creating yeah. a sense of life and then you get secure in it but then like that the thing that you were building your life around being like okay i could i could see myself living in this <laughs> life when it gets pulled out from under you you're like okay what the fuck? I guess yeah. I, I have to start creating habits and things for myself that I love doing that I can pursue without somebody else to help me pursue that, you know, yeah. or to be a comforter for me. It's like the second weaning. Yeah, yeah honestly. It's like a second weaning. Instead of being off the milk, it's now off of being dependent on somebody yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. Like, I went from, you know, like, from being dependent on mom, uh, to like being like, okay, I'm gonna move out on my own. Uh, I'm moving out on my own, and then I'm like, okay, I would really like a girlfriend. So I started looking, and I was like, you know, it's not really for me. I don't need to be doing this right now. Then a relationship happened, got that sense of security. It got yanked out from underneath me, and you know, it's just like striving to find yourself through all the shit that's happening of finding a job, paying your bills, you know. <laughs> trying to keep up with friends and do the things you love all at the same time while being yep. stressed about maybe a car going out for let's say fucking three months yeah um, while all of this is happening you're like hmm i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i'm gonna fake it till i make it but at least i've been writing music so it's more not as faking it till you make it it's learning as you go yeah, yeah. and that's the biggest thing it, is because like i found as an adult literally anyone and everyone will give you their fucking two cents on anything mm-hmm. and I've learned just because they're an adult news new splash <laughs> new <laughs> new splash um actually news splash I used to think it was news splash but anyways that's besides the point um <laughs> um just because they're an adult doesn't mean they know anything I met some of the dumbest fucking adults I've ever met in my life as an adult. And I'm like, okay. All, it's, yes. Being it's, an adult does not equal maturity. Right? It's coming from a standpoint of they were in my position at once and they either chose to learn and grow from it or they didn't. And they, half the time, the adults that are trying to give you advice are still at kind of like the mental age you're at right now of like, they don't know what the fuck they're doing either. Like, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Dude, so but it's gonna. On the other hand, there are people who have good advice. Yeah. Exactly, like but advice. that's why I said it's like. But it's not everybody. Everyone will try to give you their two cents. So you either have you have to have a discerning, a discerning like mindset when it comes to when somebody's <laughs> giving you advice. Am I going to listen to this? And is what they're saying worthwhile, or worth anything to me? And choosing to either learn from it and have a discerning mind about it and actually think about what they're saying or not. Like, you can either just accept it and then be like, okay, later down the road, it's like, why did I, why did I listen to that? Like, why did, you know, you you could be like me, which is, well, I, I was, I was always pretty like, I liked my solitude. I still enjoy being alone. Yeah. So it was an easier jump for me, I think, because it was just like, hey, more alone time. And then it was like, oh, this is a little too much alone time. Exactly. Yeah. But like, I don't you, mind. I don't mind you, being alone. I enjoy it sometimes. But like, another also, uh, something else I was trying to get to yeah. was that like, um, 
I kind of, like, never wanted anybody's opinion. I was always, like, I'm just going to figure it the fuck out. I don't, but, like, <laughs> like that's where I'm at right now. It's, like, I've, I've grown a little bit into, like, I don't want anyone's opinion, but if I hear a good one, I'm going to keep it, you know? That's exactly, and, like, saying, having, like, being like, okay, that's actually good advice. I don't know. It's, it's two. It's two. It's two. It's two sides of the same coin. To where you learn from it, or you learn from it, good or bad. Yeah, exactly. You can either learn the hard way, or I don't know. I think that's a or big just pro- like you either choose to integrate that, or you know that's not going to work for me. Big don't philosophy do in my life right now is I can't, no matter how hard I try to warn somebody about something, or try to prevent something. It's going to happen regardless because if they haven't experienced that pain yet or a certain thing in life, they won't know or understand why I'm trying to give them that advice until it's happened. So it's basically half the time you're going to be learning through tough love as an adult. At the same time, a lot of people, majority of people, are extremely stubborn and just have to learn from their own mistakes. Oh my god, everybody has a level of stubbornness. I'm very stubborn too. Yes, I was the same way. Or can be the same way. And We're all stubborn. Yeah. yeah. And that's just people in general a lot of the time. Like, people will have actual great advice. You know, like, relationship stuff we've been to, and we, like, try to kind of, like, tell people, it's like, hey, this is probably going to happen. I want to help you with this. Yep. And sometimes people will be like, oh, no, it's not going to happen. And they do the same thing you did. Yeah. And they just have to learn for themselves. Even if Sometimes you a- people listen. Sometimes you just got to learn the tough way through your own stubbornness. And you start... <laughs> You start learning to listen to your gut after a while, being like, okay, this has happened before. Am I going to keep going where I know where this is going to go, or am I going to cut it short and be like, hey, I know where this is. I know where this is going to lead. Either I can learn from my past mistakes or keep going down the same shit. Yeah. And sometimes your gut can be wrong, and you learn from that too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Life is a hit or miss, honestly. It's a. Uh, it's it's one of the wildest things out there, dude. It's uh, that's for a purpose. I yeah. think, guys. I think one day, I think when I hit thirty, this is I don't I don't really know what about this spurred this on. Probably just living in adulthood. I'm gonna uh just like take the at it again, dude. Steven, <laughs> why are you fucking blaming Judah, me for that? Judah's butthole is at it again. So okay. I think at like thirty, right? Yeah. I'm gonna reach like max adulthood. And then I'm gonna pack all my shit, and I'm gonna just like like all my essentials, all the like monies and the shit. I'm gonna fly to some random country, and I'm just gonna be like a nomad, and I'll just go around for like a few years, like maybe five years, in Britain. <laughs> just be like a no, just a- anywhere, man. I don't know. And then this I'll come is back. Not surprising Sealand. for me to hear. <laughs> Sealand. But yeah, adulting is weird. Life is weird. <clears throat> it's just like you know, it's it's just easier to like. Roll with roll with what you're dealt, and you know, try and like fight it to make something else. You yeah. Know? But like, it's not not so much of like a roll over it and just it like submit. Like, don't don't be defeated. Just understand that bad things are going to happen. It's not going to be yeah. like a perfect ride to. And you have a choice to let it consume you. Or get back up from it. Yeah. Because you can keep yourself in a shitty mental state for as long as you like. It is so easy to get trapped in a a shit mental state because it's, in a weird sense, is comfort trying to find, I guess, comfort in people pitying you. I know that's a weird thing, but, like, it's like when you're sick. I don't know. Even when I was younger, like, 
I don't do it anymore, but like when I was sick when I was younger, I didn't want to get better because then I wouldn't have like you wouldn't be I wouldn't babied. have like privileges of like yeah. people being like, "Oh, I'm so sorry that I'm so sorry like, you know." And I guess that comes from Dude, how we were raised you in, know a, in a victim mentality. You know what's weird? Mm. I always hated that. I hate being sick, and I hate people like wanting to take care of me. I was the youngest. I so. loathe it. Like now, I, I don't. A, now I don't like it because I don't. I feel like I'm being patronized. Like I'm like I don't. Yeah. I don't want you to feel sorry yeah. for me anymore. I I I can feel sorry for myself for a little bit, but let me just deal with this on my own. I don't need pity. I don't need anybody to feel sorry for me. Dude, when I got uh, COVID this last year, and I had my eggs, most recent eggs. She, like, brought me soup and stuff, and I was, like, I didn't like it. I didn't yeah. like, I mean, it was sweet of her, and I I, I appreciated. Like, I would do that for somebody, but I, I wouldn't want it done to me. I appreciated the thought, but I didn't like having to need something. I don't know, if, yeah, I just don't like, pe- like people needing, or I'm, I don't like needing things from people. I'm not that bad. Not bad. I'm, like, everybody has their own individual sense of stubbornness. I'm just not that stubborn. Why are you yeah, flexing? Some people just can't be comfortable sometimes with like ha- feeling like people are giving you a goodwill and gesture, and you think it's some sort of dependency. Thing. Yeah. And sometimes people are just being nice and just kind of roll with it. I've had the most weird transition of being dependent to. I don't know. Like I was creating my own sense of a life, and then I shifted from that to being more independent but also dependent because I haven't had a car so it's been a weird shift from dependency to non-dependency to dependency yeah um I have hated my car being out oh yeah like hated it like oh I hate asking for rides because I'm like I'm so done like I feel like I'm just hey could you give me a ride and at this point (laughs) people are like yep Yeah, yeah I feel that I'm like oh my god I hate this Hopefully my car will be done sometime next week. We'll see about that. Mine, I hope mine's going to get done. Dude, I had my car for all of three days, and then the dude was like, yeah, we fixed an oil leak like months ago, and it I didn't think it had an oil leak issue anymore. And then and then turns out oil is still leaking, and it was leaking onto the belt, so got Oof, it fixed. Your mechanic's Drove listening for, to this right now like, fuck you. Well, I told him on the phone. I was like, look, dude. Uh, there is still an oil leak in my car, so anyway, <laughs> on the phone, what? Hold on, I was telling him about it. I was like, yeah, I was in there, you know, trying to get my belt on because the belt fell off because there's oil leaking onto it, like fresh oil. It's so, like I got in there, saw fresh oil on it. And he was like, oh yeah, uh, maybe power steering fluid? Nope. And I, it's I, oil. I, I just went on the phone. I was like, uh, nope, no, that's it was oil. There's still oil leaking, so I don't know if anything's gonna get done, but. Not having a car. Did he say he was going to work on it? Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, he's good about it. I just think <clears> he, maybe him or his employees missed something. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I've had that happen. Being an adult and having to do adult things, but still, like, have, being without a car as an adult sucks, especially yeah. when your job is too far away and things yep. that you need are to, like out of your vicinity or just yep. or only have one car. I, I felt yes. like I've shifted to more being more dependent for myself but also being entirely dependent on everybody else. Yeah. Which is a sucky thing as an adult. I've become enti- I've become really independent recently and since I've moved out, but god, dude, I hate feeling dependent on people. And sometimes 
you just need help. Yeah, and, and your it's dependency. Hard, and it's hard to admit when you need help when you are stubborn. Yeah, like hey, most of us are. At the at the end of the day, you need it. True. <laughs> so ask. Shut for the it. fuck up. Stop being such a coward and man up, dude. Dude, stop. Bird up. <laughs> All right, well, I mean... Oh, was that it? That's about... Yeah. It's okay. about time. I mean, unless you have a... No. More you want to do. No, it's fine. Uh, oh. I have one short story to tell. Uh-oh. All right, <laughs> go, go for it. Go. Yeah. About adulthood and... Uh, shocker. Hey, 19. Oh, wait, hold up. I slammed <clears throat> my laptop. It's going to be hard to... So... Oh, I got you. All right. Short story. So I got one about adulthood for myself. Um, at 18, in fact, I had this I'm 1994 nine. Ford Aspire. Uh, and the wheel well oh. rusted shut on the way home. And I had it fixed at the mechanic place. And I realized I'd poured too much money into it because the only thing it had going for it was this good gas mileage. The battery went out. And all that fun stuff. I had to redo a lot of stuff. Even the radio was wired wrong, To even if I had my car off. Uh, the radio was pulling power from the battery anyway, and I could oh not start God. the car. Uh, obviously, someone did that themselves, so good job, whoever did that. We will find you. So, the wheel well rusted shut, and this is the last fix I had in my car. I sold it, or Dad sold it for me, uh, for eight fifty. I bought the car for 900 so yeah, it was that kind of car. $50 Just Just a one. bean of a car that just got me from point A to point B most of the time. I hated that little blueberry. So it, it, was, it was cool and geeky, but it was shit. Yeah. So I got the wheel well fixed, and it got sold. Lo and behold, the guy that uh, the <laughs> car was sold to, he calls and says, Hey, on my drive back home, the wheel fell off. Oh my god! And I was like, "Oh my word!" And it turns out I went to pay for the because uh, I hadn't paid for it yet. I went to pay for the tire fix, and told him about that. It was like, "Oh yeah, one of my guys, uh, one of my guys just uh, left this part off. Accidentally left this part off to the car when we were fixing it. Didn't call me. Didn't try to contact me. That a crucial part." To my wheel was off. I found... And me, hold on, and me being the dumb, awkward, not wanting confrontation 18-year-old, I paid him. I paid him for the work that he didn't finish, and oh, by the way, could have put the guy I sold to, Isn't the car life to, in life in danger. Yeah, it did put I his life in danger. I, that should have been free labor, technically. I shouldn't have had to yeah. pay for that. Because of that being a hazard. How much did you have to pay for that? It was like a $200, $300 fix. It was God a, damn. I you know. Still shouldn't have. It was like $150, $200. But still, I shouldn't have paid him. But me being awkward 18-year-old didn't confront him. And now, lesson learned, if someone doesn't do their job, call them out on it. Yeah. It's, um, Especially I found that recently that I hate mechanics. Like, there, there, there are some are cool only mechanics. There are a good few. But, like, holy shit, those people suck at contact. They suck at doing their job half the time. It's hey, just, you know what they're really yeah. good at sucking, though? The Dicks. money out of people's wallets. Oh. Yep. They excel in that. Well, Little anyways, this has been a good bastards. episode, guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks for tuning in. We're going <laughs> to listen to there. Thanks for listening, TBOB. If you would like to check us out, we have an Instagram. Yep. Yeah. It is uh, called Tobobcast. TBOB. Um, Cast, where C-A-S-T. we'll be posting back behind the scenes pictures and keeping you guys updated on when this episode or in future episodes 
release. Uh, we also are on Spotify and Amazon Music as Three Brothers One Brain Cell. Yes. And uh, the RSS.com platform. I don't really know how that works, but I'm pretty sure you can just go straight there and like listen to it. I think so. Uh, that is about it. Thanks for listening. Episode 7, right? Yeah, yeah this yeah. is episode Dang. 7. Uh, take Man. care. So Every basically that's 7 weeks. 7 weeks. 7 weeks. Everybody have a good uh, evening. We've been doing this for 2 months. Bye-bye.